You're listening to a podcast on the Black Fur Network. Hello. Oh, different, isn't it? Who's and that? To the After Horror Podcast uh, with me, Mike. With me, Paul, Dan, Chris. <laughs> Who am I? The other one. Uh, we have no Paul for the first time um, ever. Did we bury him? Yeah, we didn't murder him. Not much. Um, yeah, so uh, I don't know what Paul's actually doing. He, he's got tickets to things and stuff. And because of my ridiculous schedule, um, this was the only day we could record. And Paul graciously said, well, I'll take one for the team and I'll... and I'll, I'll. Graciously? He said, fuck you. I'm not missing out on seeing an advanced <laughs> screening of The Conjuring. You're going to have to record without me. Oh, okay. Fuck you, Paul. Yeah, <laughs> he, he did say that he was going to leave a uh, leave a voice note. So if he if he hasn't, it won't be in this episode. And you can all just go and find him. Uh, he's on Twitter at Raven Muse, and I think he's on Instagram at Raven Muse One. And just just call him a dick. <laughs> you're a, you're a dick, Paul. Do it, uh, and then and then be like, but we but I think you're sexy. Because everyone could say the same comment. You're a dick, but I think you're sexy. And just you know hurt him, and then bring him back up again. You know that will freak him the fuck out. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love it. Um, or I've been watching you from the roof. Like, he, he loves roofs. Um, so this week, uh, in, in, in a very different episode, um, we do talk about a film, though. Um, we also learn that um, most cats don't like erections. Uh, we uh, delve into the secret of hot coffee. And um, we also uh, wonder what the fuck was going on with Finger Mouse. Uh, enjoy. <laughs> been up to i mean you normally start this one so do you want to <laughs> <laughs> um I, I i have a lot coming up but by the time yes. that this episode is out i will have done oh. most of it uh but but the brighton fringe run will still be there mr lepus um big brain consortium is our brighton fringe show well, it's just a comedy show it's a sketch comedy show um come and see us at the Cavendish Arms. <laughs> I will. I will change that in the edit if I'm wrong. I think it's the, yeah, it's the Cavendish Arms on the uh, the ninth, the tenth, and the eleventh um, of June. Um, come and if you like Auntie Donna, uh, Bottom, Monty Python, silly, irrelevant, irreverent as well humor. Then come down and see it. There's jokes about come. Um, and I dress as a donkey and do a terrible magic trick. So, you know, it's got everything. It's got everything you'd ever want. I've just finished making, I say finished making. I, um, well, time will tell. I, I'm supposed to have done a bit about some millipedes, um, with the use of first, it was going to be actors. I went to all my actor friends and they basically all just went, yeah, this is beneath me. And I went, that's, that's fair. Um, so then I asked some non-actor friends and they were like, there's a lot of words in that script. I went, yep, that's fair. So they didn't want to do it. So then I was like, I'll just make sock puppets. I attempted to make sock puppets today. All the bits fell off when I put my hand in it and just had a sock, just a wet, gluey sock, which I, you know, Dan knows all about them. I was going to say, it's not gluey though. <laughs> they are stuck together, but it isn't, yeah, it isn't glue. Um, so I don't really know what I'm going to do. I'm going to sort of make it up tomorrow morning. 
got, I've got a film. I've got a film five five minute sketch with puppets that I don't have. <laughs> um, so that's exciting. Um, but yeah, it's just been rehearsals, lads. Just lots of rehearsals. And um, you know, my, my day job is 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 drumming in bands. And when that's not being rained off like it was last weekend, um, I have been rehearsing with bands so not nothing really exciting nothing i can talk about legally actually because i went and saw a film but i'm literally under nda and can't say what i saw when i saw it or what i thought of it hi mike here in the editing booth um it's now this episode came out later than i thought it would be so uh the film i went and watched was a quiet place too and it's fucking great um you should uh, you should go and watch it um, if you want to know more about it, I'll probably talk about it in the next episode with Paul, who's recently gone and seen it. And um, uh, if you want to hear, read some words about it, then I've done it at geek-pride.co.uk. Um, look for the review there, uh, which should be up by the time this episode goes out, or a day after. Whatever. Love you. Bye. Um, what about you, Dan? Uh, not a lot, really. Um God, we're exciting. <laughs> Work, Jim. Um, I'm just trying to think if I can. How's Jim? Is he okay? He's all right. Yep. He's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Give me a, a serious C and two, which has been nice. Sometimes you need that. I know. Yeah. I, I like waking up achy the next day. So, yeah. What can I say? <laughs> um, other than that, really, I've got it's all boring stuff at the moment. I bought a slow cooker. Today, <laughs> I had a bomb. I, I know, right? I cannot survive without our slow cooker. You get yourself an air fryer. That's what everyone seems to be obsessed with. Uh, my sister's got one, and I'm like, hmm, do you know what? No, I, I don't know. Fat. Yeah, I, I think the slow cooker is more my my thing at the moment. Your speed. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> it's got a high setting. <laughs> so it's a medium. <laughs> medium cooker. So yeah. high and slow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're amazing. Did you know you can bake a cake in a slow cooker? What? Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. You turn, right. If you turn a dessert bowl upside down yeah. and put the cake tin in it, you can bake a cake in a slow All cooker. All right, I've changed my mind. That's brilliant. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite intrigued to see what um, abominations I can make in it. <laughs> <laughs> I've made a stew. Why is it green? Yeah, I've exactly. made a stew. <laughs> I like my cu- curries and chilies, so I'm definitely looking forward to... Yeah. Getting those prepped, um, kicking Makes them off sense. in the morning, and then having a yeah. nice slow cooked curry or something. Oh, oh yeah, we're always doing that. We'll pull pork, get a pork, yeah, hock joint. Just leave it in there all day. Put it at the end of the day. Barbecue sauce, crusty roll. Thank you. Yes. Oh, that's happening. Bit of bit of apple, bit of apple <laughs> sauce as well. I love a yeah. bit of apple sauce on a bit of yeah. pulled pork. I, I mean, like, there's nothing to say. Like when we're doing a recording, that I don't get you guys around here, and I literally will pull that out. <laughs> Excellent, and yeah. I'll also cook you some food. <laughs> bit of lamb, bit of lamb in a slow cooker. Oh, oh gosh, yeah. bit of lamb yeah. shoulder. I love, I love lamb shoulder. Sorry to the vegans listening, um, but this is a horror podcast, and we're going to be talking about lots of gore and stuff. Chris, what have you been up to? Uh, hey, guess what? Work. That's unusual for me. Really? Um, I know. I've gone way out there. Um, <laughs> I've my. I've got had my second COVID jab today, so I am. And my doctor is brilliant. He's, yeah, he's like a. Uh, he's Caribbean, and he has a really broad Caribbean accent, which is fantastic. Which you're going to definitely do right now, aren't oh. you? Well, he, <laughs> yeah. he, he, he jabbed me. He went, 
Hold on, you are good for the green zone. And I was like, oh, I love what, you. What, from <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Doc, I'll go and collect some rings, I guess. Um, was it green zone? I thought that was hill. Wasn't it like hill? It's green It's green hill zone in Sonic 1 and then Emerald Hill Zone in Sonic 2. Not that I know that. I'm not a massive nerd. Shut up, you're no. a nerd. Yeah. You're a nerd. You got a PlayStation T-shirt on. I do have a PlayStation T-shirt on. Uh, yeah, on brand. Um, something we all did uh, was we watched a, we watched a lovely film. Uh, or at least all I watched, I thought it was lovely. Um, it's the 1985 cult classic um, Reanimator. Uh, I wanted to watch this uh, because I haven't watched it in about ten years, and I was like, I remember that being vaguely funny. Uh, and it was a hoot. I had a hoot of a time. Uh, it was directed by... Oh, I knew Stuart, this a minute ago. Stuart Gordon. Stuart Gordon, who I don't know what else he's done, but he died last year. That's sad. Oh. Um, and it, it the budget was two... Was, well, between... <laughs> between nine... Imagine this for a budget, right? Imagine you're an accountant. You've gone... <laughs> right, what's the budget for this film? Um, 900,000, two million. Sorry. <laughs> nine nine hundred thousand, you know, two two, two million. That's oh, what it says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it and the bo- but the box office was very stringent. It made two million, which is about um, in nineteen eighty five, two million. It's about four and a half million in today's money. Um, so not not bad, but shoestring fucking budget, especially for all the practical effects. Bar yeah. one scene, which I love, which we'll get to, um, <laughs> involving a cat that's never on screen, and they just go, <laughs> "There it is!" Oh. Hang on, it's over there. Uh, which I'm like, do they just they just run out of money? You just have to pretend there's a cat there. I think they spent all their money on blood, didn't they? Did I read that they that the director said he used 22 times more blood than he'd used on any other film? Tw- oh 24 God. gallons worth of yeah. fake blood. Phenomenal. <laughs> um, worth every every penny of it. Every time a head or an animal or a limb gets thrown against the wall, and you get that. <laughs> It's great. This is such a yucky, icky, sticky film. Um, and I, I love it. You say that. I read that um, they, they mixed the fake blood in with um, sort of various meat products. Um, <laughs> and then when they used to throw the skull on, or the, the heads at the wall, people literally would have black bags over them for fear of the amount of splatter <laughs> um, and stuff. So, yeah, you, you joke about it, but it actually was um, a, a thing on set that uh, yeah. there was so much blood that they had to protect their clothes this film is great ah uh, this film has caused me the most conflict really yeah i don't okay. know if i love it or hate it <laughs> wow okay but it's got boobs in it it's that's that's definitely it's got, in the a few, camp. It's got quite a few boobs in it yeah I love it. I love an ending where everyone's naked, like in uh, Hereditary. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's nude for no reason. Well, there is the reason because they're in the morgue. But like, fuck me, that was brilliant. Just like, okay, just yeah, you're going to be I've, naked. I've never been so conflicted with a film. Well, exciting. I so, um, so I guess we're going to kind of just go through the kind of main points of it. Um, I uh, didn't do a chrono, so uh, we're just going to use the Wikipedia because um, because that um, great start. I think I such a melodramatic start. I really yeah. enjoy it where they're like they're in the University of Zurich and um, and then there's just a lot of screaming and, and bustling doctors and, and and people wondering what's going on, um, and then we see a man's head explode. <laughs> which kind of tells you everything you need to know about the film. His eyes pop out, the head explodes. 
way. And then uh, the great, when uh, the, 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 the attending nurse is like, you killed him. And then West just oh, turns yeah. and goes, no, I gave him life. Um, uh, yeah. It's uh, so Jeffrey Shelley, isn't it? What a Mary Shelley line. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, this is kind of like a mix between Frankenstein and Day of the Dead. Well, it, it is supposed to, like, I, I believe H.P. Lovecraft's one is based on Frankenstein. So yeah. this is like an off-the-wall version of something that's based on Frankenstein. Well, yeah, because the main character, like, if you look at the focus of the film, the main character is Dan. Not you, Dan. Sorry, no. mate. Uh, <laughs> Dan Kane. Um, and, and it, it like, Herbert West keeps kind of popping up and be like, no, I'm weird and spooky. And you go, yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't even, like, spoilers, obviously. <laughs> the way he exits the film, you just go, all right. And then they, okay, cool. I guess we'll find out what, I don't know if there's, if he turns up in sequels or anything, but yeah. So there that are was, sequels. Uh, You've got uh, Bride of Reanimator and brilliant. Reanimator Beyond or something. Okay. I uh, I have got them and I will eventually watch them at some point, but I'm not <laughs> I'm not sure I'm desperate to do so. So um so after this um after this intro, we get this amazing soundtrack that's basically it's someone's psycho. gone, I love Psycho and yeah. I love Danny Elfman. I'm gonna go blip and just do that. But I really like it. And and I love I love the fact that it's a it's an or, it's an orchestral score. Oh, and then they've gone, we're going to need drums on that. And they go, oh, yeah. shit, yeah. Oh, we didn't record the drums. So they just have like that Simmons, 70s Simmons drum kit. It's like, doo, 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 um, over the top of it, which I love. We, we've had this conversation before. Like the, um, uh, what's the film? What's the film that me and you loved and Dan hated? Uh, Suspiria. Oh, yeah. Which has oh, this, the soundtrack by <laughs> Goblin, which is just like amazing prog rock with these drums like, uh, yeah, brilliant, excellent. I'm a big fan of that. I'm in a band that produces yeah, did, music a lot like that. So I did do a double take at that because uh, the, the opening credits come on and it's like it's sort of looking down a bit and and initially it doesn't sound like it and then that bit comes in. It's like yeah, and I thought for a minute I'd sat on the remote or something. Yeah. Like, what? Sorry, it's identical. It's <laughs> just that bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I said it when I watched it. I was like, <laughs> this sounds exactly like Psycho. Yeah, um, uh, and it turns out it is inspired by the psycho theme. Oh, cool! Uh, right. Okay. Um, okay. So there, there is it, there is a reason for it, and also the um, the opening credits, which I do love, uh, with the the fluorescent sort of head um, chops and things like that, is mm. based on um, Hitchcock's Vertigo as well. Ah, uh, so right. Okay. There, there's a clear um, influence mm. of the Hitchcock um, yeah. stuff going on. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, Richard Band produced the music. Uh, that's all I know. That's his name. I don't know what else he did. Let's find out. Let's find out what else he did. Hang on. Why not? Uh, composer of over 140 scores. Wow. Um, they all seem to be... B, C, D movies. He plays guitar and synthesizer. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The Deep Ones, Blade of the Iron Cross, Bunker <laughs> of Blood, Chapter 8. Excellent. What the fuck? Hang on. So this film is called Bunker of Blood, colon, Chapter 8, colon, Butcher's Bake Off, colon, Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> Are you what? sure that's one film? Apparently. Nightmare Cinema, Trophy Heads. I mean, this is, th and this is all kind of recent. Oh, fuck me. Puppet Master 5, the final chapter. 
that looks incredible. <laughs> oh, Mike, I'm, I swear I'm, to God. I'm opening that up. Dollman versus <laughs> Dollman versus Demonic Toys. Opening that up. Uh, Puppet. He did the music for Puppet Master Four, The Pit and the Pendulum, Puppet Master Two. So he did all the Puppet Master. I was going to say this is uh, starting to sound like um, it was his Laser Blast. <gasps> that film looks incredible, mate. Right. <laughs> I'm a uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hype. This is all oh, glorious. It's absolutely brilliant. I'm I really swear to God, if you start recommending these over the next few... I'll just drop you in <laughs> Master 5. <laughs> you don't need to know the rest. It's fine. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Amazing. Um, yeah, so so then then we witness the film. The film then starts, you know, in earnest, and we witness um, West and his incredibly uncanny ability to talk his way out of any situation... <laughs> kills a man it's fine can you fuck off to america yeah 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 i will all right nice one i'm i'm not on the no fly list no 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 off you go <laughs> off you go herbert all right sweet you know kills a cat no it was like that when i got here oh, all right okay i was going to tell you all right in the fridge for the sake of it just popped it in the fridge not even the freezer <laughs> popped it in the fridge i the door open yeah. She doesn't come in and open the door. It's just there. Because yeah, he's like, what are you doing in my room? Because like, he plans on reanimating it. If you freeze it, then you've got to wait till it defrosts. Yeah. Like, if I if I was walking past a room and I saw and I saw an open fridge, I'm going to close that fridge just out of courtesy and it's costing me electric bill. Absolutely. <laughs> Mental. Um, yeah, just lots of lots of moments where um, normally it's, it's Megan. Uh, we'll meet her in a minute. Just... <laughs> bursting in on things which is her whole character arc is yeah. i'm gonna go and go what's happening You're like stop just walking into rooms <laughs> like after the first four times stop walking into rooms where your where your boyfriend and that weird dude who lives in the basement who just invited himself out. in he basically Amazing. announced that he was moving in beautiful <laughs> yeah so so we go to Miskatonic University, uh, which is a thing in lots of Lovecraft. Um, it's referenced in his work and in like the further works, the expanded universe of Lovecraft stuff. Um, Ar- it's in Arkham, and that's that's why Arkham Asylum is called Arkham Asylum uh, in Batman. Um, did, did you know that the building used uh, is the same one um, as the Cyberdyne headquarters in Terminator 2 Judgment Day? Oh, that's cool. I like that. Good stuff. So, yeah, where, um, th- there isn't really a lot to talk about. West... West goes. I need a. I need a uh, place to stay. Ends up. Um, we get a weird cut of two people kissing and then suddenly fucking. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, okay. How is it? It starts though. It's like no, 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 and then it suddenly cuts to yes, yes. I, yeah. I do quite like that. I, I, I like the what they did there. I did read something that maybe every now and then on these things, like the the, the list of. Um, of trivia and stuff for this film every now and then something jumps out and you think what there was so there's a scene at the start where you're introduced to dan and there was yeah. suffocating a woman uh oh, of course yeah and this woman apparently uh was a dildo enthusiast and was hiding dildos in the corpses around the set oh, i read that <laughs> what the fuck that's amazing <laughs> Okay, brilliant. I mean, 
it, it kind of takes all sorts to go on to movies like that. So yeah, why not? <laughs> so yeah, so we get we get Dan. So so yeah, we did miss some some stuff. Dan Dan tries to reanimate a woman, um, just like the normal method. Yeah. Um, and and he fails. Um, I watched a review on this where um the guy was adamant. He's like, yeah, uh, Dan doesn't get a character arc. And it's really annoying where at the end he has to resuscitate someone and he doesn't he doesn't manage it um and he and he resorts to other methods. And I was like, no, that's the point of the film. Yeah. That, this yeah. is his girlfriend or fiance, I think, at the time. Yeah. Um he he can't resuscitate her, so he then uses the To he, me, the entire point of the film is death is inevitable. And if if you try to stop that if you try to fly in the face of God or, or the higher power or whatever, then shit goes down. Yeah. <laughs> and if you just let things be and accept that, you know, that's the reason why Dan is, is the way he is. And obviously it's why fucking Herbert is the way he is. So, so Herbert then um, basically cunts off the teacher and just <laughs> says, yeah, you, um, you basically nicked all your work from my mentor that I murdered. Sorry, gave life to. <laughs> what is up with that snapping pencil part? Yeah, it was yeah. weird, wasn't it? It was weird. I mean, I would have, I would all time just punched him on the nose. <laughs> he gives <laughs> off like not. I'm, I'm, I promise, I don't mean this in a horrible way, but Herbert West really gives off the kind of autistic genius vibes, where like he's not so hot on the social stuff. I'm thinking about how autistic people were coded in in like the mid '80s and then even the '90s and 2000s. Uh, it was very much like, oh, they're really smart, but not so good at socialising with people, and yeah. that's kind of how he is with with um what's his name dr hill yeah dr hill yeah um you know you basically you've stolen all your research and um you know we kind of feel for dr hill at the beginning um apart from the fact that he ends a class early just because he's got you know because he's thrown a shit fit and then gets into an argument with herbert anyway um but then obviously we find out later that he's a massive fucking pervert um (laughs) and then some yeah so uh so we then get to yeah we then get to Dan and um and Megan uh she is his fiance by the way um they're trying to get it on um west has got the you know west is in the basement megan's like no i don't want to have sex because west freaks me out then starts going oh i wonder where the cat is and we do get a very realistic um <laughs> a scene of people looking for their pet where she just goes, and then he's like, "Where are you, fat tub of lard?" I'm like, I absolutely swear at the pet until they they appear, sort of thing. There is also a scene slightly earlier with a cat during the sex scene where it jumps on his back. Well, I say jump on his back. It's what's clearly a furry thing is thrown on his back and just bounces off him. Yeah, I think it's still a cat, but somebody stood there whilst she was naked and he was on top. Had to wait for the scene and chuck the cat on them. Isn't that the fucking worst? You know, like when you're when you're in the in the process of of licking love, and then you suddenly realise we're not alone, and it's an animal just going, "What are you doing?" You know, yeah. fuck off. A dog you... at the end of the bed doing the tilty head. Thing. <laughs> 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 the cat trying to rub up against you as you're rubbing up against her. Like, oh no, bro, back off. No, <laughs> nightmare. I once had it. I once had a had a kitten. And uh, yeah, they don't like erections. That's all I'm gonna say. 
batting away. <laughs> going, oh, cool, another toy. You're walking through the you're walking through the bedroom. It's just you know you've had a lovely bit of the old sex, and then a the kitten goes, look at that, and goes, and you go, ah, oh, no, bad times. Yeah, it's bad times. Uh, anyway, so um, West is like, yeah, the cats, the cats are alive again. And then we get that scene where they're looking for a cat that they obviously don't have the budget for. So you just hear, and they go, oh, it's over here, pointing to a thing in the corner. And then, oh, it's it's up here, pointing to another thing in the corner. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. And then obviously they, they find the cat and Dan throws it against the wall. Well, it, it's, <laughs> like, it, it's almost like a backpack on the, the back of um, West. He's he's flailing around like an idiot, and then yeah, yeah eventually pulls it off and throws it against the wall. <laughs> Which I don't know whether they meant it to be really funny, but it's really funny. I'm not saying throwing your pets against the wall is, is a riot laugh, but the way that the thing goes, <laughs> just splat. This is why I'm so conflicted because I don't know if it's trying to take itself seriously, tongue in cheek, or if it's so ridiculously tongue in cheek. I, I can't. I think it's it's billed as a comedy, like like in yeah. Amazon and stuff. It like it says it's a comedy. Oh, it's definitely a comedy, but yeah. I just I don't know if some of those scenes were intentionally supposed to be funny or not. I I don't know. I don't know. It, I think it's got that kind of that kind of B movie tongue in cheek that the eighties had. You know, I, I would put this almost to be in the same as like Rock and Roll Nightmare. Or um, no, Rock and Roll Nightmare is fucking epic. Rock and Roll Nightmare is the fucking <laughs> one of the best films ever made. <laughs> yeah. Um, or um, what's that other shitty one we watched with space vampires? Whatever that was, oh, that life was a, force. It, yeah, life force, like that kind of thing. Where like it knows it knows its audience. Its audience is going to be beer swilling, fingering <laughs> in the back of the cinema, sort of you know <laughs> teenagers and young adults. It's not going to be for like the discerning film critic. Um, I wonder how what Paul's thought on that was. Speaking of fingering in the back of cinema, I was like just. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey Paul, what what do you think about it? And and if and then I'm going to leave a gap. And if he didn't didn't say anything, then I'm going to keep this bit in because uh, he said, out. yeah, because he said he was going to leave a voice note. <laughs> and if he doesn't, he doesn't care about any of you hams. That's right. <laughs> Despite the fact he's the only one who's never missed one until. Then. Uh, yeah. So what did you think, Paul? Wow, Paul, that's fascinating. Um, <laughs> that's such an interesting thought and take on the, the film. I really like that you thought that. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so then the cat is dead a second time, and Wes goes, yeah, pop it up on the table, check this out. And then gets out his old glowing green goo, which is the coolest stuff. Not, I wonder how they make that, because that's cool. It's glow stick. Is it just glow stick stuff? Yeah. Yep, it's just glow stick stuff. Apparently. Amazing. The first film to ever feature like a glow stick um, style liquid That's in brilliant. it. That's brilliant. Um, I thought the same thing, so I had to look it up. And then go, he, what's what's he say? He goes, oh, his back's broken, so don't expect the tango. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the cat just starts howling in pain, and he's like, yes, birth can be quite painful. I'm like, it's not painful for the baby. Like it's painful for the woman. What? That's a terrible metaphor. And then the cat's like, yeah, just screaming. And they're like, yeah, that's that then. And then Dan does the absolute pussy holist move I've ever heard and goes running to his father-in-law, the dean of the university, and goes, no, I'm just trying to bring back life. Ooh. 
and he learns that what snitches get are stitches, yeah, stitches. Yeah. because West gets West again. West gets um uh West gets um kicked out of the university, but never leaves. No. That news never gets to him, and he attends a class <laughs> later on. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking, like, going back to the, the cat, they never put it out of its misery, did they? So it's probably still in the basement, like, with a broken I, back. No, because I think the way that the reanimator serum works is that you need to keep having it in order to stay alive, so eventually it would have died. I don't think so, because of um, Megan Stad doesn't keep having it, and he stays alive in that padded cell thing oh yeah i guess so oh why does fucking hill there are second or third act problems in this film and i know why there are why the problems are there and we'll we'll get to that um but yeah that is that is a yeah maybe maybe that cat's just there maybe it turns up in another film who knows (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah so uh where are we so, so he's just bitched at um hill that's it yeah he he, and, and it's because he mentions megan yeah, and obviously, then, uh, then the the dean's like, "What are you doing? What what exactly is it you are doing with my daughter?" And it's like, "Well, he's your daughter's fiance. What do you think they're doing?" Yeah, <laughs> like have it's a fun. bit of decorum. And I think Dan's being like really um, reasonable in that room. Like he's just going, "Come on, like don't let your emotions get the better of you." Um, you know, this man has called him the future of 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 the U.S. medical profession. So don't throw that away and rescind someone's um, student loan just because your daughter saw a dead cat. Like, grow up. Yeah. You, grow up. Like, you see death every day. Like, Yeah. They yeah. have a morgue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he also throws out that line at Megan that every father in history has thrown out at their kid, and it's totally pointless. Yeah. He throws out the, you're my daughter and you'll do what you're told. Like, yeah. To which every daughter in the history of humanity has just gone, fuck off, Dad. No, they, oh, they, just go, they just go, oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. No, you're right. Yeah, I'll, I'll go to my own room. I'll clean it for you as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's kind of bullshit. Um, so then they, well, according to Wiki, they both do know that they're barred from school. But I'm like, no, I don't know. So they sneak into the morgue. Uh, to test the the reagent on a human subject. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, God is shit. I was going to no, say this is the best character of this film. I fucking <laughs> love this guy. He's incredible. There's there's, <laughs> there's a few things. He's the worst security guard because if no. there's two stu- hold on. If there's two students that have been banned, then it's his job to stop them from going in. <laughs> yeah. But allows he them knows, in anyway. He knows yeah. he's got at least one of them. The fact that the second one's hiding underneath the sheet is completely immaterial. Which there's he lifts up. <laughs> And goes, yeah. who's that meatball? Well, that meatball got run over. And you're like, oh, weird. Because it doesn't look like a man who's been run over. It's just a sheet with no blood on it. Well, that's weird. The, the other point is... Um, I, He's I don't... reading porn at work? Well, the, this is it. I don't know. The, I, I read in the trivia that he goes off to masturbate, but I don't know if that's what he did in... <laughs> When he says he's going off for a coffee, he's actually going to masturbate. That's but amazing. I don't know if that's the actor or the character. I think there is a, I think there is a um, euphemism, something about coffee, because there's that um, infamous GTA mod called Hot Coffee. So there was a, there was a, um, what's the one with CJ in it? The first one. It's the San Andreas. Yeah. yeah. GTA San Andreas on the disc. It, it it got hidden in the programming, but uh, the uh, you can access it if you like hack it and stuff. I've never done it, but I've I've seen it online called Hot Coffee, 
And the idea is you're with your girlfriend and there's like a sex mini game where you got like press. It's like a dancing game. You press various buttons and then she goes, and then you're like, hey, I've done it. Nice one. Um, So maybe there's a maybe there's a, you know, coffee sex euphemism that we don't know about. An Americanism that yeah. um, never made it over here. I mean, if yeah. I'm going for coffee, I'm going to get a hot drink. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, uh, he's, uh, he's brilliant. He's amazing. I I love everything about him. When it all kicks off, and he he sees he sees like a, a head being thrown out the out the door, and goes, "Oh fuck!" And yeah. then sees a then sees a, a, a headless zombie come out, and then goes. <laughs> Oh, bollocks to this. And then just gets up and very slowly just leaves the room. I love I love everything about him. In his little like hall monitor, like outside <laughs> yeah. his little desk, where he's just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go get some lunch. So you take as long in there as you want. No, that's not how that works. If someone's in the morgue, surely your job is to be like, if he's in there for longer than X amount, because they're sealed environments, right? More, yeah, but he says the line nobody wants to break in and uh, nobody ever comes out, out. Yeah. or something like that. Yeah, so well, even like if <laughs> the position where he's sitting, that's not like a dead end. If you look at that corridor, he goes <laughs> around, off around the corner, yeah, right, he's sitting facing that guy. People can just walk around behind him, it's completely immaterial. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it makes no sense. He's just reading his porn mag, he's all right, he's having a lovely time. <laughs> Um, so they inject. Um, so they inject a, a corpse. Hold um, on. Again, go on. one, one, one thing. So I thought it was weird at the time, but when they go into the morgue, uh, yeah. West makes a real point of putting his shoes and socks on. Apparently, the director Tamron said no, that's going to take too long. But West <laughs> insisted that scene um, get shot, <laughs> and it's just like what. Why? Why? It adds nothing to it. But apparently, the, the the actor West said it has to be in there. Really? Yeah, it's it's pointless. You can even see Dan. He's to turn the lights on, and he's he's he doesn't know what to do with himself because he's still waiting for bloody dickhead to get his shoes <laughs> and socks on. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that again. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Jeffrey Coombs just doing once. Jeffrey Coombs can do no wrong. Um, yeah, it's weird that we haven't got um, Paul on the cast because Jeffrey Coombs plays an, a, a very vital character in Star Trek DS9 that, that he probably would have gone, yeah, man, that's oh, cool. He would have, yeah, <laughs> absolutely given us all of that. Yeah. Um, Jeffrey Coombs is great. He's a, he's a, he's a, good, he's a good lad. So um, right for not being here. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, so then we get off our first, like, proper zombie um, well, whatever, whatever you want to call it, a reanimated person uh, who just goes fucking mental. And West is like, "Yeah, he's not alive enough. <laughs> he, yeah. He's been dead for too long." And you're like, "Okay, is this is this the part where they go shopping as well? They're like, they're walking around going like, burn victim, nah, yeah, 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 yeah." yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, yeah. a big theatrical double syringe entry as well. Yeah. <laughs> Hold them in the air, like, almost Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> that, actually, that's a, another good point. Of what I don't understand. So, um, thinking all the way back to the beginning, when um, you're first introduced to Dan, he's taking the body into the morgue. Yeah, and then he tries to slide it right down the side, but has to move someone's hand out of the way pointlessly. <laughs> Even though yeah. when the, the camera pans around, you've got like an entire open morgue that you could have put yeah. the body in anywhere. But I had to put it there. And then later on, when they're, they're going around, they make a point of moving the hand out of the way. But oh, it doesn't weird. add anything to the film. Oh, odd. Might have been. It sounds like there was a lot of fuckery going on <laughs> behind the scenes. But people were just like, I'm hiding a dildo. I'm putting my shoes on. The yeah. like, Can we, could, please, someone listen to me? 
Um, yeah, Stuart Gordon needs to put his foot down and say, no, I'm the director. <laughs> well, it's a bit late for that now, unfortunately. It's like the person playing that corpse. It's like, I'm not getting enough action in this film. I'm not <laughs> moving Hello. about. So he just sticks his arm out in the way. Like, for Hello. fuck's sake. <laughs> it's like, it's like he's told his mates, I'm an extra in this, so look out at this time. I'm going to drop my arm out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the that's like the arm the arm really makes me laugh at the end where Dan cuts that zombie's arm off and then you can quite clearly see it's someone from underneath has got hold of her and then he throws it away and the arm sort of like a muppet goes way out of the screen I was like that's not how that would work which uh, I thought was great but obviously they'd run out of they'd run out of money at that point so they just painted someone's hand and went yeah you're you're a zombie hand now uh glorious yeah Crimes Like These is a new UK-based true crime podcast discussing famous serial killers such as Edmund Kemper and cases you may not have heard about. You can find us on social media, Twitter at Crimes Like and Instagram at Crimes Like These. Feed your true crime obsession and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to Crimes Like These for a fortnightly fix. Um, so he needs a um, yeah. Oh, oh, Meg turns up as well okay. for, the, for the third time of Meg turning up and going, "Oh my god, what's going on?" And everyone goes, "You don't understand any of this. Go away. Like you're not needed. It's fine." And if she just stopped, just bursting in. Also, did she have to get past the security guard as well, or did he go to lunch? Uh, I think he went off to masturbate. Oh, okay, fair. Because how does that conversation go? Oh, I'm just popping to see my boyfriend. What in the morgue? <laughs> like even if you are the you even if you are the coffee drinking porn watching uh or porn reading like uh security guard you're gonna go nah you're not you're not going in there i'm sure there's more that happens in the morgue than um most people oh, would let on gosh. <laughs> <laughs> morgues are fucking freaky i remember a um uh a bill billy colony bit oh, about, uh, yeah. a mate who works in a morgue and yeah like people We're just dying. get up yeah. yeah. What? Well, they, their, their they, gases they, as their gases escape, they um they literally sit up and and yeah. as the gas escapes their body, it goes through their their vocal cords. So dead people will just go. Ah. I'm gone. And then, yeah. yeah. See ya. Yeah. Yeah. And they I, fall. I we were going to talk about his university one. Where he had his, he said he had a friend that worked in a morgue who got sacked. He got fired. Oh, because he kept he, putting him in positions. Yeah, he said, yeah, he said, he, he said oh, I've got no sense of humour. All, <laughs> all I did was make a giant. Said, the <laughs> but this guy had to take the bodies out and they were taken off site to the to the mortuary area. Um, so because you know, of people that like, donate their organs and stuff like that. So basically you had this big barrow and they put the body on it, cover it with a tarpaulin, and he'd go out across the street to this place and just wheel him in. But on this particular day, he had four bodies to take across and he was like i'm not making four fucking journeys so he drags the head up to the front another body halfway down with its feet off so they're about 12 feet apart an arm one side an arm the other side and puts a tarpaulin in the middle and then he pulls it out the front door walks across the street in a fucking bus plows in the front of a shop <laughs> whoa <laughs> amazing yeah <laughs> he's like he's like he's portraying it as like this massive story he's like oh they got no sense of humor <laughs> that's fucking great yeah 
But yeah, they they uh, old people they they fart. Uh, old people, old people do fart. That's true. Yeah. But dead people um, fart and and grow. I've, I've heard of that, but never sit up and make. Yeah, noise. yeah, no. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm out. I'm done. Because after the body, because after the body stops being like rigor mortis, it goes back to being all like floppy, and then it will ju- you'll just get it. Yeah, they'll just move about and uh, it's yeah. <laughs> um cool okay so then we uh then we go to uh dr hill um and he's like oh check out this um laser lobotomy thing um who does he it's dr house oh dr housey's brought back sorry we forgot yeah yeah Do- uh, dr housey is brought uh, is brought back the the dean uh yeah. meg's meg's father sorry forgot about that um and he becomes like a really weird like simpering sort of zombie who's constantly <laughs> yeah. scared by everything again like we have like we've missed the whole um you know angry zombie fight scene where um obviously he's butt naked but then when the um they're trying to attack him like he's super strong but then all of a sudden um west manages to to choke him and stick a a non-functioning or non-spinning um, skull saw through his yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it cracks me up. They, they do the noise, but the, the thing's supposed to spin and it's dead still. <laughs> I'm like, oh come on! You could have at least had it spin. So that's when that's when uh, Doctor Hill uses the laser to lobotomize him. No, that, him... that's when um, Doctor um, Halsey is banging on the door, and he comes like the, the zombie guy comes bursting out, literally jumps on the door while oh, he's under it. Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I've yeah. yeah. Um, I was filling in the gaps between that. So, so yeah. Then, uh, the zombie, the zombie attacks House, uh, Doctor Housey. Housey then gets killed. Housey then gets brought back because he's a fresher specimen. Yeah. Um, Dan has a cry about it. Um, and then Doctor Hill comes in with the laser, laser lobotomy. Every, again, yes. no one's in trouble. No. <laughs> West is fine. <laughs> still living in a basement, still on university ground, still doing what the fuck he likes. In fact, I've just watched that scene now. It's back to your point earlier where you said West seems to be able to talk his way out of any situation. Yeah. He's talking like the security guards come in after Halsey's been um, turned into a zombie. Halsey's cowering in the corner right now. West yeah. is covered in blood Yeah. and yeah. telling the security guard that it was Halsey that killed the guy and he's having a nervous breakdown. Yeah. Like, the, and the security guard almost believes him. It, I, I swear to God, if <laughs> there was another scene when Hill um, is telling Megan um, that he wants to do work on um, his father, and he he stares into her eyes and says, "You will sign the document." Yeah, yeah. And then does the same thing. Um, oh, later that's day. interesting. That's like foreshadowing for what he's going to do later. And then does the same thing with West, stares into his eyes saying, you are going to give me your, like, it seems, yeah. to, oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, West is kind of immune to it. Again, like, so he, so he then goes, he goes down to uh, West basement and is like, I'm going to, I'm going to mess you up. I'm going to steal all your work. And uh, West is like, ah, go fuck yourself. I'm going to hit you around the back of the head with a shovel. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to, <laughs> can you dig it? Boom. <laughs> yeah. uh, and he's dead. Yeah, so, uh West just kind of gets a, gets away with that um, again, yeah. Which is which is mad. 
Um, and then he reanimates Dr. Hill. <laughs> and <laughs> we get the scene where he's got his head in a tray and he's like, oh, well, that's not working. Oh, that's not working. And then he gets one of those like burger receipt, um, receipt things yeah. and just pops him on a spike. <laughs> Um, and then, and then runs that... off and reanimates the rest of the corpse as well. Yeah, why? Why? I... Why have you done that? <laughs> it's unnecessary. Um, you don't need that. This allegedly gives Doctor Hill some sort of psychic powers. Not firstly over his own body, um, but then later on towards uh, any other zombie. Uh, this, this is where I'm conflicted. So, I actually do know. I've been watching and, and reading some stuff. There were two deleted scenes, and one of them, apparently, I haven't seen it, but it fully explains how he gained psychic powers, and how he and and you see more scenes of him like learning how to control the zombies and stuff with his brain. That would why have helped. Would you, yeah. So why would you cut that out? This is not a long film. This is no, what because everyone was on cocaine and hiding dildos in corpses. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Who knows what the fucking editing process was like? It might have been backstage at the fucking Muppet Show for all we know. He's like, guys, I'm trying to edit a film here. Can you fucking put that cannon down? Um, yeah. So mental. And then, the, so we've got the film's been pretty freaky at this point, and then it just goes. Fucking ramp it up! It goes up to eleven. Like it's like it's like you're having a, it's like you've taken some pretty high grade psychedelics and you've gone. Oh, look, that flower's talking to me. That's quite good. Oh, the grass is breathing, and then Satan appears <laughs> and swallows you up from below and goes, "Welcome to hell." And riding, then you go, "Okay, yeah, riding a, a thestral and yeah, absolutely fucking." demonize yeah it yeah. just uh, this is where i find the problem i was all right up until this point and then it just goes <laughs> so off the wall i'm just like what what happened did i fall asleep or something yeah so we knock so we so he knocks he knocks um west unconscious yeah um and then the body the body carries the head back to his own office in a bag yeah. um yeah with with all of west's notes and his reagent fluid Yes. Um, and the, the best thing is, like, the body walks into the morgue with the bag, uh, with the head in the bag, and a fake head on top. <laughs> yeah. And one, one of the questions that came out of um, the viewers, or the viewings, uh, early viewings, was why didn't he just put the head on top? Why did he have, have the fake one? would <laughs> 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 not make more sense. I love a bit of over-engineering. It's fine. And, and, and just to accentuate that move, in, in a few minutes' time, he does when that when that head gets knocked off. He picks up his original head and puts it on backwards to look yeah. at West. <laughs> <laughs> so then he he gets um he gets Doctor Halsey to go and find Meg, and um then it just gets like next level. Uh, then it then creepy. then it, then we then in the year of twenty twenty one we look back and go oh it's a bit oh, not, so I read not great. I read that his missus, um, his real life he missus, him, yeah. was so pissed yeah. at the way he was behaving um, yeah. and that the whole attempted, not rape scene, but um, things like that and how well, over I mean, the top yeah. creepy it was. That, yeah, she she walked out. I don't know. Yeah, she divorced him after after this, but, but literally based on this scene, um, which I guess means he's a good actor. 
or is like he's got or he wasn't acting and he's a bit of a pervy wanker (laughs) i mean we've heard lots of stories come out in the press of um older actors and their yeah he's true yeah so so yeah we'll we'll, we'll skip over the graphic details but yeah he he molests her and then tries tries he gets his body to put his head between her legs and literally gives her head yeah it's not well, nice. in fairness, he doesn't, but like, uh, no, he's a well, we don't know how far they get in that process. And then, it, this is this is why I'm saying Herbert West is probably on the spectrum because he's obviously planned this little speech and doesn't care what's happening and just goes, Well, yeah. I, I wouldn't I'm have expected this from you, you. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> having a tryst with the bumbling co ed, you know. Like, Dude, read the fucking room. Like, what there, are you doing? There is so many things wrong with this scene right now. And all he's interested in is in a, a war of minds. <laughs> Doesn't he say, what's this other line about? Does anybody, do you think anyone who's going to believe a talking head? Get a room at a sideshow or something like that. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, he's like get, get a job at a sideshow because yeah. he's saying that, like, because he's stolen all his stuff and he's like, do you think anyone's going to listen to a talking head? Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. You're like, I think you probably would. Like, if you did a TED talk and went, oh, by the way, and pop your old head off, and went, yeah, look, reanimation, it's real. You'd probably be all right. Um, yeah, weird. Uh, so then, then Dan kind of distracts uh, Doctor Hill um, while, uh, sorry, West distracts Doctor Hill and Dan frees Megan. Um, it all seems to be lovely. They're like, ah, you're outnumbered, and then uh, and then psychic happens, and all the all the naked zombies that have been lobotomized wake up, all rise at exactly the same moment, all exactly yeah. the same moment, and it and then it's a, an absolute clusterfuck. <laughs> Um, people are ripping the place apart. Uh, this is the this is the point where the security guard, who's basically let anyone in the in the fucking morgue at this point, it just goes, "Oh, this is a bit too much for me," and just takes a little walk off. I mean, I, um, I would have gone like an hour ago. Yeah, the minute I heard a scream, I'd have been like, "Yeah, I'm not paying enough for this." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll go for a wank. Yeah, I mean, shit, zombie. I mean, like corpses, whatever they're reanimated with, they massively outnumber. And don't actually do any damage whatsoever to anyone, really. No. But aside from West himself with the big tentacle. Yeah, so I was about to say, so they, they smash the head of Hill. Um, and Oh, no, not yet they don't. Not yet no. they don't. Um, but then he does the double, the old double injection. It gives him an overdose of reagent. And then yeah. we get tentacle uh, guts that <laughs> I assume kill him. Oh, his dad. Well, he's, he's, just before that, his dad suddenly recovers his conscience. Oh, he does. He yeah, yeah. Head, crushes it with his bare hands and throws it out against the wall in the corridor. That's it. And then all the zombies just go nuts and, yeah. and stop being able to be controlled. Uh, yeah, weird. And then, and, and that's the last we see of West. There's another like 15 minutes of this film, and the original, the original title was was Herbert West Reanimator. Yeah. <laughs> and he's kind of this is what I mean. Like he's not really the protagonist because you just go. Oh, he just sort of turns up, is a bit sassy, does some stuff, and then and then fucks off. We don't really know. Is he actually dead? Don't know. He's just lost in the ensuing chaos, wrapped in uh, guts. So that's nice. Um, <laughs> Meg's hurt quite badly. Um, 
you know, we get the scene where they're trying to escape, uh, love a good zombie escape, where you're hacking through limbs and and the little <laughs> the little push that Dan does to get him. He's like, no, stop it. The way he's Leave holding my... the axe halfway up as well. It's like, at least yeah. hold it at the end. Yeah. Like, get no, no, stop it. <laughs> Leave her alone. <laughs> uh, yeah. So... He collapses. I was like, really? Yeah. I didn't see him do an awful lot to her to be fair so she yeah she's not in a good way he tries to revive her um idiots think that he should he should have revived her normally but i've had i've said my piece about this um <laughs> and uh she's she's dead so then he infects her with reagent such a cool closing thing where he he injects her and then we just see the green uh, it fades to black with when well, you've just got the green and the reagent, and then the and reagent disappears, slowly disappears, and then you just hear her screaming, and you're like, "Ah, oh, fuck the whole that, like no one's learned anything," and that's <laughs> and that's uh, that's probably the most like Lovecraft thing about it is this kind of existential, uh, like no one's fucking learned a thing. Nah. It's just some stuff has happened that's awful, and no one's learned how to fight it. How to like anyone that was alive to fight to to know how to fight it is probably dead or so psychologically traumatized that they're not going to remember. Uh, and <laughs> zombies are tearing up the Miskatonic University <laughs> for how long we don't know. Yeah, mental. There's clearly, not a lot of people work at that university. You only no. about five or six people. <laughs> yeah. The occasional no. person sitting around in the corridor with their head bandaged, but that's yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, it's worth saying the practical effects in this film are absolutely incredible. <laughs> I I love them to bits. I I love I love a good I love a good eighties schlock and awe with yeah. practical effects. It was it was great. Yeah, it was really great. It's good fun. Just it wasn't trying fun. to it wasn't trying to be any bigger than it was. I don't think. Um, I don't although... know if it knew what it was supposed to be being. <laughs> that, that's my point. Like, I'm totally on board with you. I love the practical effects. I can get yeah. over some of the the cheesy lines and the acting. I just didn't get the story. Like I, I did get the story, but there was so many. It was almost like the after horror tangent version like, <laughs> of films. It's How just dare you? <laughs> I just, like oh my god! I just yeah. This is caused me the most conflict any film has ever. Well, done. shit. <laughs> Um, also, it's it's free on Prime. Yeah, yes, it is. So that's good. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> good. Right. Uh, so uh, maybe we are gonna. Uh, it's a, it's a three way vote. So unless we've got some wildly diverging opinions, uh, I think it's going to be a get it watched. Yeah, get it watched for me. What are you going to say, Dan? <sighs> I'm going to say have a go. Okay. But like, definitely steer it towards the get it watched end of that that verdict. Like, I mean, you've got to be of a certain mindset to like these sorts of films, and if you do like these sorts of films, you're gonna love it. Yeah. But if you're expecting something a bit more serious, a bit more traditional, um, you're in for a bit of a roller coaster. Um, well, yeah. So uh, that was us. Yeah. Those are our opinions. Uh, now it's time to uh, grab yourself a, a machete or a bone saw. <laughs> a non-spinning uh, bone saw. Yeah, non-spinning bone saw. And cut your way through the uh, the jungle so we can get to the Amazon heart that is in the middle. Here we go. <gasps> Quack. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Uh, okay. There's a duck. There's a duck in the jungle today. You, did you notice there was no echo as well? It's glorious. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've got some some brilliant uh, people being stupid. Uh, not region free. It, it's it's on Amazon Prime. Um, <laughs> it's not it's not a Blu-ray. So don't know what to tell you. Someone went Prime customers only. This is Colin Glennon. Love this movie, but I have to join Prime to buy it. That's low, Amazon. They don't. They don't to buy it. You just buy it on Amazon. Yeah, but you're on yeah. Amazon writing comments, so you're an Amazon customer. Yeah, but you have to be a Prime member to get the Prime uh, member to get it for free. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, I have to join Amazon Prime to buy it. No, you don't. No, <laughs> no. You can rent. You can rent it for free, like yeah. if you're a Prime member, <laughs> and you can get free delivery and all the other perks that come with it. Like, okay. Uh, the original was best. This is absolutely rubbish. Don't waste your money or time watching it. I is there another one? Another one? I don't think there was another uh, one. Okay. I think someone's talking out their bum hole. Yeah. Uh, uh, dreadful film, totally <laughs> shocking. I don't know how it gets so many good reviews. That scene with the cat is one of cinema's most embarrassing moments. <laughs> I like M.A. Rice. Absolutely awful. Only consolation is it's so bad, it's almost comical. And then it's put brackets, occasionally, close brackets. <laughs> All right. Loser. One person found that helpful as well. Yeah. Which I'm guessing was the guy above. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, the box was mashed up on all the corners. Again, this is a video. It's not a, it's not a physical thing. So There's not, not actually an awful lot of negativity on this. There isn't, uh, really. This has got to be funny. I reckon. So the, the title is in German, not told it was when purchased, so waste of, and then uh, it's finished off with waste of money. I reckon they watched the first two minutes and went, this is clearly in German. I'm not watching the rest. You absolute dickheads. <laughs> John John F. Foxwith the second. That's that's this is real. John F. Foxwith the second, right? This is so good. This is so good. Absolutely, you know when people absolutely out themselves in the comments. This guy has absolutely done this. Was very disappointed. Very disappointed, lads. Very not just a little bit disappointed. I was very disappointed. It wasn't the full uncut version of the movie I remember seeing. All the gore was cut out or was shortened. And the nude scene where his head was cut off and put between her legs was missing. Would love to have that uncut version instead of the version that was sent to me. You'd love that, would you? You'd love that. You'd yeah. love that. Why does he call that particular scene out? Because <laughs> you're fucking dirty pervert, John. Are you sure it's not David Gale like asking for a, a copy for himself? Because, <laughs> man, like, why would you call that scene out? Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one star i received the wrong version brilliant <laughs> one uh, star fake widescreen originally filmed in four 4.3 only this has had uh one third of the image cut away to make fake widescreen <laughs> okay uh jim Krisky says all around pitiful movie is a trite attempt at science fiction i would not recommend only one uh one m in in that or one c overall you spell it recommend uh <laughs> Would not recommend movie to any human being. 40s movies are more enjoyable. He spelled <laughs> 40s, F-O-U-R-T-Y-S. 40s, 40s movies are more enjoyable. I don't know who 40 is, but apparently your movies are more enjoyable. Well done, mate. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll do that as uh, uh, one of one of the yeah. films. We'll, we'll do a 40s film. Mate. Uh, there's one, there's a, a Angie has done one, but it's quite an essay, so I won't read, won't read the whole thing out. But there's a part in it where she says... 
This is like a cross between a cheap hammer film and a sick porno. A cheap hammer film? Hammer film was the most shoestring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hammer Street, they were build they were breaking hammer films from stuff they found left over in cupboards, bits of cardboard and crap. How can it be a cheap version of that? That's like saying Finger Mouse was a cheap <laughs> puppet film. Oh, <laughs> I just realised this guy did the he did the soundtrack for Troll and Troll Two. So, so the guy who did the soundtrack is he does legendary shit films because Troll Two is is the famous one where they go, they're eating her, and next they're going to eat me. Oh my god! <laughs> and then they get eaten. Um, that, that's glorious. <laughs> that happens. Brilliant. Amazing. I've got so many tabs open now from this guy's, <laughs> just this guy's um, phenomenal back catalogue. Well done. This one goes out to you, Richard Band. Well done. Uh, cool. That, so that's yeah. that's that. Um, any recommendations, lads? Um, no, I haven't really watched a lot, to be fair. I've got, for some reason, I've started binge watching Taskmaster. Okay. Yeah. I don't oh, know how yeah. that one passed me by, but it's brilliant. I yeah, I've been, I've watched so that. good. Yeah, so it, yeah. it gets worse, as, or I, I kind of lose interest as the seasons go on. I think it depends entirely on the people that are on it. Yeah, that's um, what I mean. It's almost like yeah. they start going Z list. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I've watched the, I've watched the season with Mark Watson on it, and it's just uh, it's just golden. I mean, I, just like these people, it's like such a genuinely intelligent guy who's written two novels and yet makes decisions in that that are frankly baffling. <laughs> just like, what are you doing? But yes, yeah, so I've been binge watching that. Um, but yeah, I've really not, not watched an awful lot of stuff. Oh, shit. I can't think of anything. Um, watch the reanimator if you've <laughs> <laughs> got nothing else to do. Um, if you want to watch something horrifying, I've got something horrifying. I don't know what got us onto this, um, but we were looking up uh, worst cover versions in history. Did you know that Take That took to the stage and did a live version of Teen Spirit? Oh, God. And they tried to play the instruments too. Horrendously. Tried? Oh, if, oh yeah. Jason Orange tries to play a guitar and it's <laughs> frightening. So, you know, Teen, if you want to really scar yourself, watch this, but it's... Teen Spirits is four chords. That's all you had to learn. <laughs> yeah. It is horrific. Uh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't really think of anything. Um, I've, I've got a YouTube channel that I've, I've recently fallen into. Uh, it's called Digitizer. A guy called... Uh, he's known online as Mr. Biffo. Uh, he used to do the a gaming magazine on Teletext uh, called Digitizer, uh, and he's turned that into a bit of a. It's like a weird. It's very very British. It's like a weird YouTube channel where he just kind of makes these weird little adverts for stuff, and they've got a show where they just review random shit. Um, and I just, I, it just really tickles that kind of very niche British comedy uh, thing uh, for me, and I really, I really enjoy it. It's like watching Top Gear, but no one's a bell end, <laughs> um, and it's about like nerd culture. So, so yeah, I enjoy that. So go watch Digitizer. Um, cool. If you do, comment and say that the After Horror sent you because that would be nice. 
he just spoke to me on Twitter the other day, and it was it was lovely. Oh, okay. So yeah, cool. So cool. Chris, it's your your choice this week, I believe. Yeah, right. I'm kind of torn because the one I want to choose, uh, it's available on Shudder, but I don't know if you guys have got it. Yeah, I've got Shudder. I had, I had okay. Shudder. Yeah. Um, so it, staying in the eighties, another messy horror, one that was known as a as a melt movie. Like a brightly coloured milk movie. I'm going to choose Street Trash. Okay. Because it's epic. <laughs> okay. Oh, it, I'm, I'm taking that way. with a pinch of salt. <laughs> it's going to be not too dissimilar to what you just watched. Excellent. It's laughs and gore and just, yeah. I did yeah. watch, um, oh shit, what was it on Shudder? Um, Gorman. Um, Michael Gorman. Simon Gorman. You have to watch that, Mike. I, I've I've heard really good things. So it's it's will, got I'll... your name all over it. Okay. It's it's like a combination of eighties things going on with Power Rangers, and I'm I'm not even sure if Saban had anything to do with it. I've got a feeling that even uh, uh, Saban um, plays a part in the whole thing. In fact, I'm going to recommend that. I I haven't finished all the way through yet because um, something came up when I was watching it, but. I was actually quite enjoying it, but Mike, you're gonna you're gonna have all sorts of accidents in your pants when you watch it. <laughs> okay, I, I know you are. <laughs> Good, exciting. Um, yeah, from from what I saw, I remember seeing an ad for it fucking ages ago, and I was like, "It's like a Power Rangers villain has come to Earth, and now they're hanging out with two kids that seem to have control of him for some reason." But there's uh, a whole scene where they have a fight in the forest, and they're all dressed up. It literally is like a scene out of Power Rangers. Yay! <laughs> cool. Okay, nice one. Uh, sweet. So uh, that's that's been us. Um, the real horror is uh, David Gore, like David, whatever his name. Um, cats that don't like erections. Cats that don't like erections. Yeah, erection hating cats are the worst. Hot coffee. Coffee. I don't think that's the real horror. Yeah, real horror is take that doing anything. Uh, so take that, take that. Maybe that's why they're called take that because they're an affront to everything. <laughs> like, take that. You fucking want that, yeah? Yeah, they're more offensive than anything we've ever said. <laughs> You're going to have to do a slow uh, mute, like with you saying all of that in the background, uh, and then bring in the theme tune afterwards. Okay. Well, I mean, we've got to do the ending. Uh, we've got, so, so I'm beginning. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, before we do that, he's been Dan. Oh, and he's been Mike. Well, no, and I've been myself. But you said me, I said you. Yeah, it's a-